call to order the Peace River Town Council special meeting for Monday, October the 7th, 2019. That the record showed that uh, we started uh, one minute after five. Uh, I will uh, point out that uh, that in this meeting, uh, and we will have a non-statutory public hearing, uh, but that uh, no matter other than that, what's stated in the meeting notice uh, calling for the special council meeting may be transacted at the meeting unless the whole council is present at the meeting and the council agrees to deal with the matter in question. So uh, we have, so it becomes a moot point. Uh, Councilor Needham isn't here today, so we will, even though we have a quorum, uh, we won't be changing the agenda in any way, shape, or form. So the one item on the agenda is uh, is under new business and it's non-statutory public hearing appeal to clean up order issued for 100149th Street, Peace River, Alberta. Uh, do I have a motion to accept the agenda as presented? Mr. Ford, all in favor? I, uh, I hereby declare this non-statutory public year hearing open at 5.02 and note that this hearing is being held pursuant to section 194 of the Municipal Government Act which provides that no matter other than that stated in the notice calling the special council meeting may be transacted at the meeting unless the whole council is present at the meeting and the council agrees to deal with the matter in question. Uh, council is reminded that they may only return one of the following responses to the to the appeal on the on the order, and one is to cancel the order, two is to vary the order, three is to substitute another order, and four is to uphold the order. Uh, all persons giving oral presentations are to clearly state their name and presentations are to be brief, succinct, and to the point. Uh, to quantify brief succinct, and succinct, I will, uh, I, will, uh, uh, I will limit administration and the appellant to 10 minutes and all others that may speak either in favor or or opposed to the appeal, uh, five minutes each. So I will now call on administration to present the order. Council, Tim Harris, Manager of Protective Services. So the matter under consideration, um, as mentioned, is an appeal of a clean-up order that was issued under the Untidy and Unsightly Premises Bylaw number 1703. Uh, this was issued by the Town of Peace River Community Peace Officer on August 30th, 2019. The question before Council tonight is whether or not the clean-up order was appropriately issued. 
the town has received an appeal under the Municipal Government Act, Section 547, uh, by the owners of the property. So, um, Council, as you mentioned, Council, after reviewing this cleanup order, may confirm, vary, substitute, or cancel the order. The purpose of this meeting is only to review the order and information concerning the order and render a decision on the cleanup order. Uh, as mentioned, the property, subject property is in uh, downtown Peace River. And as Council is aware, over the last few years, Council has directed staff to be more diligent with the enforcement of the town's bylaws. And staff have been working with a variety of premises in the town uh, to make compliance with these bylaws. Uh, procedures have ranged from discussions with property owners, issuance of cleanup orders, and uh, stock work orders. Uh, the past year, the town has been successful in having uh, some long standing properties of concern remediated and brought into compliance uh, with our bylaws to ensure that they're being followed properly and standards are being maintained throughout the town. Uh, a copy of the cleanup order and some uh, photographs are included with your package. To support the cleanup order, the uh, community peace officer did reference two town bylaws. Bylaw 1965, the residential solid waste collection and disposal bylaw. Bylaw 1703, the untidy and non-sightly premises bylaw. Um, during preparation for this uh, report, the staff did note that the bylaw uh, 1965 was repealed and replaced by bylaw 1989, and that was repealed by bylaw 202042, the municipal solid waste bylaw. Um, so while there was an incorrect reference to the original bylaw within the order, the wording in bylaw 2042 is essentially the same, and staff believe this oversight doesn't detract from the intention of the order. Uh, so based on the observations made by the uh, community peace officer and the items identified within his visit to the property, it is clear the cleanup order does not overstep the purpose or intention of the bylaw. By issuing the order, staff are utilizing a clear explanation of the town and the community's desire to see the property meet standards for its condition and to be remediated within a defined time frame. As a further note to council, town staff have issued seven cleanup orders in 2019, um, with this order being the most recent. This shows that issuance of these orders is a fairly common mechanism to achieve compliance with these, the bylaw, and there's not an unreasonable or targeted approach on this single property. <clears throat> so it is the administration's position that the cleanup order was issued lawfully, and staff did not exceed their authority during the issuance of this order. While the improper solid waste bylaw number was referenced within the order, we believe this should not affect the intention of the bylaw the issues identified at the property still pertain. Administration further believes that the issuance of the cleanup order is consistent with the processes used within the department. The required cleanup of the property is not to a different standard than of other properties in the town. So administration recommends that the appeal be rejected and the cleanup order remain in place 
so the property no longer distracts from the appearance of the neighborhood. The cleanup order and the copies of the, the bylaws are included uh, in your package for information. Thank you, Mr. Harris. And uh, it only took you four minutes and 30 seconds. Very good. I will uh, now ask the uh, appellant uh, to, I will call on the appellant to uh, present their argument for uh, for uh, appealing the order. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, your worship and counselors and fellow community members who are here today. My name is Trudy Pleasure, and I'm speaking in favor of this appeal. Thank you for hearing us. We acknowledge the poor condition of our premises over the course of the summer. People were staying in the yard, and they accumulated goods of all kinds there. After every rainfall in this very rainy year, there were clotheslines strung up and drying out blankets and clothes the whole place was disgraceful. We asked these people to help us clean up the yard, and they did. We think the property is passable now. There is still a loaded dumpster on site, and we have had mechanical problems, so that will be dealt with as soon as we possibly can. Regarding the allegation of excrement on the grounds, I asked individuals there, and they denied and I did not find excrement. However, later on, one older person who had been staying there admitted that they used a bucket, excuse me, because it was too difficult to walk long distances in search of a toilet, and most places turned them away. There's no public toilet in Peace River. People need toilets. In my letter of appeal, which is part of your package, I suggested that the town consider putting a portable toilet in a discreet location or a wet trailer somewhere in town. Perhaps the park toilets could be open all the time with a light and security camera against vandalism. Or perhaps people need to be offered plastic bags to collect feces like we do with our dogs. However, unlike for my pet or my child, I will not be accountable for another human being's bodily functions. It is indeed obscene that a person on the streets of Peace River has no access to a toilet. Thank goodness for the Peace Foundation, who will open doors to a warming house with restrooms very soon. Thank you, Sherry. But let's rise above the potty talk. And we have dealt with the unsightly premises. You may go and take a look. What you will notice is that some people have made shelters against the back wall of the building. I think this is the real issue here. The order wants us to get rid of the people as if they are part of the trash. The people there now have made tidy shelters with materials they've scavenged, and they are plugged into our power. I don't know where or how they are toileting. I do know that each of these persons has no options right now. 
Addictions and mental health issues plague this population. If they did have a choice, they wouldn't be in a makeshift shelter getting ready for winter. I wish I could offer an actual warm, secure place instead. Can you help? I don't want to see people camped in tarps and living rough around Peace River any more than you do. But please, don't try to force me to bully them away. I will not. I do know that if they are not on our property, they will find somewhere else, probably worse. Instead of punishing them or punishing me, let's find a solution. The Peace Foundation is offering a warming station. That's a step in the right direction. Let's aim for the next small step, an emergency shelter to sleep in. And the next small step, transitional shelters. And the next small step, affordable rooms with counseling services, until we reach the goal of adequate housing for everybody. We have a concept in a building to offer called Writer's Block, but so far the town doesn't share our vision. We can't do it all at once, but we can make small movements in the right direction. Let's move forward, not backward. Let's not be hung up and held back with cleanup orders and stock orders, which just drain energy and resources away from working towards solutions. We ask you to dismiss or cancel this order. Instead, empower the, the Poverty Reduction Group, who you'll be hearing from later in this meeting, to move forward in some small way. Every municipality in Canada is wrestling with solutions for poverty and homelessness. Let's join into that movement instead of denying. Denying homelessness is outdated. Solving homelessness is the work of today's leaders. Thank you. Thank you, Ms. Butcher. I will uh, now ask for for those. Uh, I will now call on those in favor of, of the appeal who wish to come forward uh, to speak. Uh, they could please do so now. Is there anybody in that supports the appeal? This would be for people that want to argue, uh, basically argue for the for the repeal of the the stop. Yeah. Yeah. Could you please print your name on a piece of paper that's right there? It's just for the official record. Yeah, my name is uh, Don Barnhart. And uh, I, uh, to me, this isn't even a human rights issue, this is an animal rights issue. We wouldn't let uh, anyone treat animals this way. If we treated animals this way, we'd be in court and everybody in the whole country would be calling us torturers. And uh, the fact that it's almost exclusively indigenous people would indicate if it was lack of ambition, all races would be represented. If it was addictions, all races would be represented. In fact, it's almost exclusively indigenous unless we, unless somebody here wants to claim that they're genetically inferior, it has to be a cultural problem. And since we're talking about reconciliation here, because of damage done, it 
seems to me that this would be part of reconciliation. And I don't think we should be kicking the casualties of colonialism in the ribs. And I have a book here. We do have from 1897 that was put together by all of the top educators in Canada, from all across Canada. They were very proud of themselves, and they had a competition, and the man manuscript they chose was this. And that in here, it's some of the things they say is, uh, you know, this all one happy family and united and all of this stuff. But here I'll read what you have, they had to say about our uh, indigenous members of the family. Character and habits. To the early Europeans, the Indian was not an attractive figure. They describe him as of unclean habits and without morals. Master of woodcraft, he was seen at his best when hunting. Upon the warpath, he was cruel, tomahawking, scalping, and torturing with fiendish ingenuity. A stoic fortitude when himself tortured was about his only heroic quality. In his own village, among his own clansmen, he spent his time in gambling, storytelling, or taking part in some rude feast. In his domestic life, the Indian was not without virtues, and his squaw and papooses were treated with a somewhat rough and careless kindness. To his tribe, he was usually faithful, though to his foes' faults and craft. Indian religion was purest superstition, peopling forest, stream, and air with supernatural beings, both good and evil. Every manifestation of nature was the work of some particular deity. Of one god overall, he seems to have had no idea, and his notion of heaven was a happy hunting ground where departed spirits had full enjoyment of every sensual and savage desire. And this was this is a Canadian history textbook that went into the schools at that time. That's all I have to say. And the name of the textbook? Uh, History of Canada, Clement, price 50 cents, the publisher, Toronto, William Briggs. And, and I'll, just, I'll just read this little bit yeah. here, if you don't mind. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, part of this page is missing. This is uh, all of the illustrious educators from all across Canada that uh, endorsed this book, and uh, I'll just because well, I guess it, it there's stuff. Me. It will be observed that while substantial prominence is given to important facts of a provincial character, the object of the author has been so to converge his narrative as to direct the mind of the reader to the Federation of the Provinces under the British North America Act of 1867. And it is in this way unite the various currents of provincial history into a broader channel of the Dominion. There was in some respects a community of interest between the provinces even long before Confederation. Now since they are happily united under one system of government, they share more intimately in a common destiny to that union of the interest as well as of the patriotic sentiments and aspirations of all Canadians, attention is thoughtfully directed with a view to impress upon the future citizens that we not only have a united country, but are a united people. It is the hope that the story of our dominion 
which in the following pages we believe is simply and faithfully told, will help to convey a fair and inspiring impression of the grandeur and importance of the heritage committed to us as Canadians and as citizens of the British Empire. At no more fitting time could this book be introduced to the schools of Canada than in this jubilee year, being 1897. Thank you very much. Is there any anyone else who wish who wishes to speak in favor of the appeal? Uh, yes. Uh, my name is Brent Taylor. <coughs> We've uh, presented in council, and I think Trudy made our case uh, quite well. Uh, I just uh, would like to add that um, Purple Run doesn't condone um, sleeping rough. Uh, we are constantly on a defensive for the, the fact that, that people are sleeping rough and we don't chase them away. Um, and, and, and we stand by that we will not only chase them away, but help them onto whatever properties are deemed tolerable, acceptable. Um, but the fact is this and other orders are quite targeted and, and we need to change the conversation. Uh, we don't want to be on a defensive. We've participated in the programs, uh, the property reduction. Uh, a lot of the other people that are at those meetings are a product of Purple Run uh, for things that were started after we, we, we raised awareness. Um, we, we continue to uh, be drained um, caring for these people and, and it's not the way we want to care for it. We have ready-built shelters that have a couple issues and we need to take steps toward making those or other people's shelters on that land or other land um, where we can properly deal with addictions, uh, uh, with, uh, with mental health. And we have uh, brought uh, Canadian Mental Health Association to these meetings, uh, who will be there again on, on uh, Wednesday. And we implore you to empower that arm of, of the town and, and relax on, on the other. Um, obviously, um, this could go back and forth for another three or four years, as it already has. We don't have the energy for it. Um, we've we've held a building uh, as vacant for a, a property that we can't even get in front of grants and things that are available because we need town support. All we're offering, all we're wanting, is support of a concept, a concept that every municipality deals with. Um, and, and and let's put this this uh, these. Orders, right? and I will talk about the other orders and the and, and the you know the, the levers that have been pulled to 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 stop us from having these people in the back. Honestly, we are so in favor of a more appropriate place. We need your help to find out where that is. Okay, Mr. Taylor. Uh, yeah. Just one question. Are you representing Purple Run? I see Purple Run's made a written submission. So. Purple Run has answered all the 
all, all the correspondents on this. The Purple Rung has leased the building for the last three or four years um, and, and, and kept it vacant for the promise of affordable housing and a, and a discreet shelter uh, underneath um, without changing the flow of this meeting, which is about a cleanup order. I only want to underline that this to us is not about the cleanup order. It's not about compliance. It's about how can we have council help us accommodate these people. And by the way, the three surrounding municipalities all have have, have heard us and and, uh, and, and lend their support in principle. Um, we have a beautiful regional place here. So certainly, um, Trudy and I's uh, uh, efforts and and retirement in, incomes have, have have gone into this, and we're we're no further ahead than we were four years ago. Please change your stance. I wonder if I could speak again briefly. Okay. Because I I'd like to say too that uh, both sides of my family fought in the War of 1812, and that I'm you know I'm not questioning anybody's motives <coughs> here. This is I believe the problem is that we're misdiagnosing the problem, and. Uh, there's a for line of treatment required. Like you can't like, like let's say let's say there's an addictions problem or something. You can't diagnose an addictions problem until people are have shelter and all the basics of life and feel like they belong. Also, you can't diagnose an addictions problem until you've diagnose any possible mental health problems because they could be self-medicating for pain or emotional distress and, and they may need help in that way. Um, so I should have had something written down. I didn't really know if I was going to even speak. You will be able to, uh, <coughs> uh, at the end, uh, you are allowed a concluding statement for if you've made a presentation. So Yeah, I'm in the process of trying to write something up about homelessness and the solutions because we need, you know uh, there are issues about you know like housing I have a friend of mine I don't know if he's still he's, was on the board I believe and he's on the council of 2022 and uh, and he said you know there definitely is problem with property damage and there is problems uh, I had a friend also did repairs and so that's true but we may need to make small, durable stuff for people with problems and so that it can be easily accessed, can't be damaged, uh, and if it's small and compact and basic, it's easier to sell it to the taxpayer to it. No taxpayer wants to see someone living at the same standard as him and he's paying tax and the other person is doing nothing. It, it's fine if they know there's something wrong. But, uh, and I don't agree with that attitude, but I happen to have some racist redneck friends, and they, even though they don't want to see anybody freeloading, there's a minimum standard below which they don't think people should go, and that would be the same standard as 
any creature. And um, well, I think you've you've made your point, sir. And, uh, well, I don't think I quite have. But anyways, that uh, if if I was hope I hope this can be forestalled, and uh, I will get something written up as soon as possible, explaining, you know, the we we. Those of us who feel compassion, we are the nervous system of the human, you know, the body human. And our our hearts are crying out in pain when we see others suffer. Like I, I wouldn't let a dog suffer. And and to, there's no way that, that uh, this is another thing. There is the issue of, um, I understand that there's a generalized pressure. We can't know what's going on in people's minds. So as a society, we apply pressure to people to do their best. And uh, and I understand that. But if, if someone drops, their well-being drops below a certain level, it automatically has to be recognized as illness, not a choice. That And so if we have that minimal level, which we will not let people drop below, it's still low enough that anyone who is motivated would not want to stay there, and they would rise above that. And anyone who is satisfied with that level, you know that they're not well. That we don't have to freeze and starve people to death to make sure they're properly motivated. Thank you, sir. Is there anybody else who wishes to uh, speak in favor of the appeal? If not, I will call on those who are opposed to the appeal to uh, essentially uh, support the, the cleanup order. Is there anybody here wishing to speak in favor of the cleanup order? Thank you, Worship. We didn't have, oh, sorry, uh, we didn't have any written uh, doc, uh, documents in support of the cleanup order, as in, as in supporting the uh, It's okay. Uh, Sir, in the blue hoodie. Uh, I'm Michael Ho, owner of like Peace Valley Dental. We're just like the neighbor of it. Feel free to sit down. Or if you think better on your feet, you can stand up. <laughs> I just want to make like a two point. Like, yeah. um, I think like, you know, what Brad Taylor is doing is great, but just because, like, you know, this addiction problem, right, doesn't mean, like, you can disobey the law. So I just want to list, mention one thing that is probably not in your notes, because I didn't uh, give it to the officer, is that they also been stealing my electricity. So, which I don't think is, which I think is uh, criminal. And uh, I have called, like, like, the cops many, many, many times. Uh, because of like um, drunk people like in that area, yeah, and also we also receive like uh, threats. So I think it's like um, it's like threatening my staff like when they come into the work, yeah, which I think is listed on on the notes. Okay. Yeah. Could you write down your name? Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's all I have to say. Yeah. Thank you, Dr. Hall, was it? Yes. 
Okay, thank you. Is there anybody else who wishes to speak in favor of the uh, cleanup order, sir? Good evening. My name is Robert Armstrong. I uh, live right across the way from the property in question. Um, pretty much been putting up for it for three years now. Very patient about it. Um, there has been, it's dirty. I mean, we walked, we drove over here and it was, uh, there's still a couple of matches hanging up on the on cross wires and stuff like that. But um, I thought this was all about the cleanup. They've been really yes. all about the homeless now and all this other stuff. And the, but and what I don't understand is it's just about the cleanup. It is, just, you, you are correct, sir. This, this what, It's been sidetracked way out of what we're supposed to be talking about. Uh, well, I, I, I don't want to uh, very well. I, you're right. I could very well say that's irrelevant to to this particular hearing. Right. But I don't want to appear uh, uncaring. Uh, uncaring and also adversarial. So okay. you you are correct. This hearing is just to speak to is to deal with the cleanup order. Right. It, it does not deal with with any of the other issues, but I don't want uh, people to, to uh, feel that they weren't Perfect. Um, I'm not going to get into the other issues. Okay. That's not what I'm here for. I'm here for the cleanup. Um, like I said, I live right across the way. Mm -hmm. I just go out on my deck, and that's all I see. A little dump, little dump junkyard. And um, it's been that way for three years. Just boom, then it gets cleaned up a little bit, then it gets messier, then it gets cleaned up a little bit, then it gets messier. And it's never, it's never ending. It really is never ending. It's, um, I wish, I mean, it would be, because honestly, I bought the house three years ago. I don't think if I would have known this, I would have actually purchased the house. Because uh, it's, it's not pleasant. And I hope that something really finally gets done about it. And that's all I have to say. Uh, yes, please. Okay. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Uh, is there any other any any other individual that would like to come forward, please? My name is Natasha. Um, I also live just behind the lake. And your uh, last name is? Sorry, Lake. Uh, I just want to add on um, that, yes, it is messy. Um, but going on to the whole uh, defecating in the area, mm -hmm. uh, I'm a female. And when I go out on my deck and I'm seeing males urinating, that's not something I want to see. And my deck is my property. I like to look out, and lots of times that's all you see is just males peeing everywhere, and they're not being discreet about where they're peeing. So I don't like people looking at my parts. I don't want to see their parts either. That's really all I got to say about that. Okay, uh, and if you could actually write down your name, uh, that would be helpful. Thank you. Okay, thank you, uh, Ms. Lake. 
Uh, is there anybody else who wishes to speak in favor of the cleanup order? Uh, I will. In favor of the cleanup order? Yeah. Very irregular. Okay. Very irregular, but uh, you may come again. With all due respect uh, to the other three who spoke about the cleanup order, um, I agree. Um, I also don't want these people on the property, peeing wherever, um, keeping me busy, taking a dumpster to the dump full of full of debris that gets dropped off there regularly, and uh, it's it's a it's a real job. Um, we plead that we. We find another place or a more appropriate circumstance because this isn't. And I know I spoke for the cleanup order um, appeal, which is because we are paying the we're paying the burden of it. Um, I speak against because um, us too are are. You know the batteries got stole out of the dumpster. That's why it still sits there. Uh, we've been uh, we've been targeted time and time again for some of these people who do we do not condone their actions all the time. Um, make no mistake, we 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 do stand for helping these people. We do not stand um, for some of the behaviors. And and yeah, I, I I don't argue that it's you know unpleasant for everybody around. To find a solution. That's all I got to say about that. Okay, thank you. Um, there's actually a third category um, that uh, I can now call on any person deemed to be affected who wishes to be heard. Uh, but I am suspecting that I've, I've heard from everybody who feels that they're deemed, they, they feel uh, affected one way or another by this particular order. Um, um, if not, please raise your hand and I will uh, entertain uh, or give, provide you with some time. Okay. Can I uh, say something or not? I'll just say uh, hang, uh, Please hang on because now I'm going to allow a concluding statement from all of those who have made a presentation. So. Um, uh, Ms. Ms. Pleasure, if you wish to make a concluding statement. I, yes, I do. There was a Thank you, Your Worship. I think that the the statements that we've heard from people, I think we're all in agreement. We don't want the mess back there. Uh, we don't want it. It's for us, we would like much better to have a clean and tidy yard. We've done our best to keep it that way as much as we can. Uh, I'd like to conclude really by saying that making cleanup orders or stop orders, which we've also received, doesn't address the problem that we're, that seems to be ongoing. And we'd like to see the town council give clear direction to staff about 
about how, what's what's really underlying? Are we talking about mess or are we really talking about trying to clear out homeless people as if they're subhuman? And agreed, we don't like a lot of the behaviors we'd like support with. We'd like the town to, to make a target or, or some kind of a plan for an appropriate place for people to be that's not making a mess in property owners' yards. Thank you, Ms. Bleeker. Um, uh, Mr. Taylor, you can make a concluding statement. Although you did get two chances already. <laughs> for and against. I'm happy with Rudy's concluding statement. And was it Mr. Hansen or Barnhart? Barnhart. Yeah, and I'd like to say, you know, to those of you who have endured hardship as a result of this, and, and my deepest sympathies, and, you know, and to you folks too, you shouldn't be having to deal with this. This is the federal government's responsibility. They've offloaded it, provincial government's offloaded it, and now you're stuck with trying to deal with this. But another point is that some of these behaviors are a result of people having given up hope. And we, if people, we want people to treat us with respect, we have to treat them with respect. And there's no way we can convince those people that we care about them when they're cold. If they're out in the cold, and barred from any shelter. There's no way we're going to convince them that we care about them. And we, it, you know, it's sad and it's not right the things they do. But it's if if we treat people with respect and dignity, then we can expect it in return. But if we're treating them worse than we would treat animals, there's no way we can expect them to behave. The way we would expect of ourselves. Thank you, Mr. Porter. Uh, Dr. Ho, do you wish to make a concluding statement? So um, this is what I think. Like um, this is not about the homeless issue. It's about cleanup. If you're the owner, clean clean it up. Don't let like uh, like us as a neighbor to clean up. Just clean up the mess. Yeah, because it looks bad on us. Our patients. Uh, sometimes the uh, garbage drip over to our place, and uh, our patients might think it is our garbage. Yeah. Thank you, Dr. Uh, Mr. Armstrong, I think you were going to Ms. Lake? Very good. Um, seeing that all presentations have been made, I will now uh, declare this public hearing closed at. Uh, 5.42 p.m. Thank you. We have a motion to come out of camera. Who wishes to make a motion to come out of camera? Uh, Ms. Downing, all in favor? Um, I will uh, now read the decision uh, made by council. So pursuant to section 12, uh, o open bracket one, close bracket of the unsightly premises bylaw, and after considered discussion, it is the decision of council taking in, into account section four of the unsightly premises bylaw 
which requires that council consider the use and location of the property in determining whether or not an unsightly premises exists. The subject property does represent an unsightly premises. It is within the power of council to vary the cleaning up order and it is a decision of council that an extension to the cleanup order be granted until October the 30th, 2019. Uh, can I have a motion to uh, to adjourn the meeting? Mr. Scamahorn, all in favor? Meeting adjourned. Good night, everybody. Good night.